This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast. He has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R-E-E-L-J-P.com. Let's start the show. What's up, everybody? I am Matt Leininger, and welcome to the Nerdball Podcast. is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. <laughs> Thanks. That is so uh, official. You know, was that, for- was, that, was that official enough for you? Oh, man, that was awesome. So if people if people have been listening from the beginning, you were, when it was me and my buddy um, doing the uh, doing the podcast together, you were our, uh, our opening, in- our intro to us way, uh, way back I, I, when. Hey, I, I was there from the beginning and I, yeah, I, it was good. Once this thing blows up and gets huge, I'll be able to look back and be like, hey, that guy replaced me once. <laughs> yeah, you got replaced by my sister-in-law. So hey, it happens. It happens. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure she is much prettier than me. <laughs> well, you know, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. It's uh, we've been friends for a while. I don't even remember like um how we become friends i think i think that's a that's a thing too where when you're younger well we, we met in high school but it's like hey uh when you're five you're like do you want to be my friend uh when you're 18 you don't say hey do you want to be my friend it just happened yeah it it, it just sort of happened it was friends of friends and then yeah. it was like one of those where it's like oh dude i kind of like this dude i kind of yeah. like this dude like we should be friends awesome let's be friends cool <laughs> done and, and, like, and we've yeah. talked to, yeah and we've texted before where you know we'll go months without talking to each other um but it's one of those things where we can pick up a phone or, or pick up the te- or just text again. It's like, you know, like we, we just left off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's funny because I, I have a handful of those relationships and only kind of recently have started to learn about how, at least for me, that's kind of an ADHD related thing mm-hmm. where uh, my neurodivergent mind wants me to, uh, or the, the whole out of sight, out of mind. Oh, it's yeah. like you you can go you can go so long without speaking to somebody certain people obviously sure. and in your mind that relationship never changes the relationship never changes so in my head you and i's friendship has hasn't changed in 20 plus years sure um just because you know maybe maybe it is because we don't see each other or talk to each other that often that uh-huh. it means that much more it's like oh man Renzo text me. Oh man, Big Matt text yeah. me. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like it's just one of those. It's like, oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a moment out of my day, yeah. and I'm gonna make sure that I, uh, that I properly respond to this because this is my guy right here, and I know yeah. that, uh, I, I know that, um, I, I, I always know it's gonna be entertaining. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the, uh, the first question I always ask my guests, um, I, like I've been saying since the beginning of the new year, this is a newer thing I'm doing. Um, but what is what is something you're currently really into? What is something you're nerding out about? If it's a TV show, movies, uh, a hobby you're doing, the only the only parameters it can't be anything job related. Um, it it it's something you're just because okay. you have to have something away from work. Uh, what's something like you're really into right now? Uh, so for me, I, I I always nerd out about Harry Potter. Um, oh, I, nice. that's okay. that that's one thing that I is is a constant for me. This is Harry Potter, uh, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. Like, okay. 
those are three that no matter what, if I'm having a bad day, I put one of those on. If I'm having yeah. a good day, I put one of those on. The first <laughs> big snow of the year, I watched the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy oh. straight through. <laughs> like that, that's that's like that's my nerding out. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh actually I'll turn back. Uh let's see which one just came out. Uh hip hop didn't. Big, big fan of Shea Serrano. Okay. Um, I've heard him on, uh, I think, Bill Simmons' podcast. Yeah, he's he's yeah. great. And um, these he, he's this whole series of there's hip hop and other things, movies and other things, and basketball and other things. And okay. uh, he's uh, they're illustrated by Arturo Torres, and they're just kind of graphic novels where he just kind of goes through and 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 just writes. Just he just starts writing. It's fantastic, yeah. and yeah. and all of it is uh, it's all very it, it's cool to to be able to take <clears throat> stuff like that very very cultural and important stuff yeah and be able to put down on paper your opinions and your thoughts and your views on things and yeah. and I, that's something that i don't believe that i have the capability of doing and, and truly expressing how certain things make me feel and uh shay has a way with words that i i'm a very big, very big fan of his work. He's he's got a couple other books. Uh, I highly recommend anybody checking out Shay Serrano. Good follow on Twitter too. Big Scrubs fan. Big yeah. Scrubs fan. Scrubs yeah. man. I used to get into Scrubs. That so uh, when uh, Blockbuster had their uh, I don't know what it was called, but it was like Netflix where you would get DVDs and then mail them back. Uh, that was the very first thing Andrea and I got in the mail was uh, Scrubs DVDs, like the first season or whatever. I, I, we were down in BG. I remember going to get them from <laughs> Blockbuster there. Um, so yeah, I didn't. I didn't really start watching that until uh, until it was almost over. Honestly, it was oh, one really? of those shows that I that I picked up near towards the end and yeah. fell in love with, and now still to this day is one of my favorite like go to sleep shows. Like oh, nice. there's a handful yeah. handful of go to sleep shows that. Yeah. Like I, I need that background noise to be able to fall mm -hmm. asleep, but it can't be anything that I haven't seen because my mind will lock in on it. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, okay, what's this new thing you're throwing at me? Mm -hmm. Whereas it's like, oh, this is Scrub season three, episode twelve for the, you know, twenty seven hundredth time. Where yeah. it's like, yes, I know all the words, but I, it, it's noise and I can soothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It just works, man. I don't yeah. know. I, I I've had trouble with sleep my whole life, so being able to find something like that with where it is, um, a constant, you know, yeah. reliable is is being able to find those those certain things. Uh, and like TV works really well with me. Rereading like the Harry Potter books, things that I've read so many times over, and like it just puts my mind at ease and being able to shut my mind down. And that's mm -hmm. something I haven't been good at for the first 36 and a half years of my life. I'm only start, only now starting to uh, be able to understand and grasp and, and really control that. Have you been a Harry Potter fan since like day one? No, no. no. Uh, I, uh, I randomly went to the library Um this would have been you, you, you probably, say it like you say it like oh yeah a, no like this is gross. not a, this, this 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 is i no i up until the last couple of years I, I was not a book person at all yeah, um okay but i was just looking for something different this is back in like maybe 07 early 08 okay and um <clears throat> i was just looking for a, an easy read and and one of my friends was a was a librarian in, in my hometown and She's like, oh, the you know, try try one of the Harry Potter books, and I'm like, ah, really? Like, 
fine. I'll see what all the hype is out about. And I have finished the first one in a day. Oh, wow. Went back, got the second one, finished the second one in a day, went back, finished the third one in like two days. And it, it was just like within a couple of weeks, I had blown through wow. all of them. And so I actually read all the books before seeing the movies. And it, it I recommend taking that route. Yeah, because it's it's fun to see because if you, if you go back, if you watch the movies and then go back and read the books, I don't know. It's just maybe some people may think that it's cool to add like different stuff to it. Um, whereas I like seeing how they take one thing and turn it into another. And mm -hmm. that that that's what I always may think what's what I always think is cool about anytime they do, you know, turn a book into a movie or a TV show or anything like that. Like it's definitely a challenge taking a book and turning it into a uh, into a screenplay or you know movie script or tv script or anything and i always think that I, i've i've been fascinated by that kind of stuff for a long time there's a lot of people that that go the opposite like they don't like when when uh, uh movies are made from books and, and, and my sister-in-law is one of them where it, i mean not like all movies that were made from books but certain ones and i i remember having this is a while ago having a conversation with her i was like when you read the book you pictured a movie in your mind and when this person made a screenplay or whatever, they pictured it differently. And that's just, that's just the way it is. Like you, yes, you would have made the movie differently, but you know, if you take 20 people, they probably would have all made it differently. It's just how they picture oh, yeah. it when reading it. Yeah. But, and, and there's, there's definitely uh, certain characters that are, are so beautifully described by the authors that you can, you literally are picturing a movie in your head. Yeah. And with those, I didn't see, like I saw commercials for, for the movies, but I didn't really know like what stars were in it or anything like that. I just basically saw the commercial of the three kids. I knew okay. the, I knew the old lady from sister act was in it. Like beyond that, I, I didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. And um, <clears throat> she, uh, it's, it, it, I just remember reading the Harry Potter books and, and there were so many characters that translated perfect to the movies. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is, Oh, and I'm, Oh no, I'm going to, uh, Jason Isaacs. Um, the guy who plays, uh, Lucius Malfoy mm -hmm. in my head while I was reading, I was seeing Jason Isaacs as professor Snape. Oh. So seeing him show up in the second movie, I was like, Oh, Oh wait, yeah, he actually really he fits that character way better than Snape. Like, yeah. And I couldn't imagine anybody but Alan Rickman playing Snape. But it was cool to see, like, I was specifically thinking this particular actor, Jason Isaacs, the dude from uh, he was in Patriot, um, <laughs> strange cameo on Entourage. Uh, we don't need to get into that one. But um, <laughs> but no, he's a fantastic actor. But I, I, I pictured him in one character and he popped in and he ended up showing up as a different one. And I thought that that was that was really cool um that i was like actually no that's a better idea <laughs> are you good at because you just named those actors in in that movie in those roles and when you said i'm like oh yeah i know who that is are you good at just knowing actors and actresses in general and for in movies and stuff in things that i enjoy Okay. I'm a big IMDb nerd. Like okay. I right. like that's that's one of the feet that's on my home page because that, oh, I'm the wow. type that oh yeah. If uh <laughs> if I'm watching a TV show or something and I'll recognize an actor, I'll yeah. be like, oh, 
where do I know him from? So then it's like, okay, this is episode episode 11 of season four. Okay, who are the extras? Okay, click on him. Okay, what was he in in 2004? Boom, yes. Yes, I knew it. I knew knew it. it. I knew it. (laughs) Nobody else is around. Like, who am I? Why am I celebrating? I just saw I just I, saw a TikTok <laughs> yesterday. It said my husband's toxic trait is missing the first ten minutes of every movie because he's trying to figure out where he saw that actor before. <laughs> I feel seen. I really do. Yep. Yep. I, I have to keep low. I really have to keep my phone down in movie theaters, otherwise I will start digging. You know, the, like the, I, yeah. The, the one it's thing I did. No Wi-Fi in movie theaters. Yeah. No oh, Wi-Fi yeah, in movie good, theaters. Yeah. Just put a blocker in there. Why not? <laughs> you got know, kids? I, Fuck I, it. Don't come to the movies. <laughs> Sorry. I hope you're editing this. I, I, no, you, I was no, really trying I, not to. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm, no, you're good. You're good. I, I never, the, the, the I never whole, tell the people. Whole, the whole public figure thing, I, I have to uh, sometimes remember. Like, <laughs> I, I may not be paid like one, but I... I uh, if I if I were to just type F U F U F U to somebody on Twitter, I yeah. would get in a lot of trouble. Sure. So yeah. it's just like yeah. I'm not quite really that important, but if I say what I really want online, <laughs> I will lose my job. So yeah. no, I, I never <laughs> tell people like don't cuss or don't say this or that, because I want people to be themselves. You know, I I'd rather I don't want people to be reserved when they come on here. And the only thing I do is if if it gets out of hand, which has happened a few times, um, then I just put a note in the show notes, you know, so you're, you're all good, man. You're, you're all good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I do try to keep the, 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 the public view as PG PG 13 yeah. as possible, you yeah. know, like it's, it's, and with working, um, one of my jobs, uh, with working with the Columbus Clippers for the last six years, has the voice been, of the Columbus Clippers, <laughs> we, we, stadium, well, uh, the stadium voice, voice of Huntington Park, our radio voices are the voices of the Clippers. <laughs> I'm your voice of Huntington Park. Um, <laughs> ladies, <laughs> <Ed>. <laughs> that, that's that I've been doing for uh, 11 years now, which is mind blowing, crazy, crazy, crazy uh, yeah. over a decade working in minor league baseball. Um, and then in 2015, I was hired full time to handle our social media and website. Yeah. Um, and then once you, you work in social media and you really start to change the way that you post in the way that you mm-hmm. at least in my opinion i think you do um yeah. i did i changed a lot um like are you talking <clears> to <throat> like just your personal stuff too oh my, i'm talking my personal yeah, stuff okay. where right. where i kind of learned like most of the answers and and I'm, I'm more referring to if you are on social media and asking a team or commenting on a team's post or a business some, something yeah. along these these, these notes <clears throat> generally what you are asking on this post you could have found in the same amount of time by googling or going to the website or by simply looking at past posts Mm -hmm. just scroll you don't have to go long just look at the past couple days and see if your question can be answered there Mm -hmm. and that just kind of changes like oh man dude i don't need to tweet at uh at clee guardians I don't need to tweet at them. What time do gates open? Because I can literally look back and, oh, they posted it six hours ago. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, and, and I'm not telling people not, not to ask questions of teams, business, whatever, like, but you can generally find that information that you really need by just spending a little time looking it up. Yeah. It's just so much easier, right? That people think it's, a, you know what? I'm just going to have somebody else tell me. 
Well, it's like you used to be able to call and talk to somebody yeah. everywhere, you know, and now it's all automation yeah. and everything. But pe- people want it now. They want it immediately. They, they, they want, you know, everything is is now. I want the answer now. I don't want to wait. I don't want to call back. I want I, I want somebody needs to respond to me this second. And sometimes you get that on social media. You got people that are on top of it and are just ready to fire off the answer right away to yeah. whatever you're asking. Um but when you answer the same question 10 times, it's just like, yeah, guys, yeah. Like, listen, pressure. dude, two posts ago, like three, <laughs> two and a half hours ago, <laughs> we posted a ticket link. Yeah. Gates open and the time first pitch. And, and like, it, it's just, do you ever ignore it, people? But, but it's, what's that? Do you ever ignore people? You get to the point where there are certain people where you, you kind of have to, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what, what I, and it, and it varies per medium one of the things that i really noticed like uh, instagram is is a much younger audience Mm -hmm. so you make the mistake of chatting with a kid and he thinks that the columbus clippers are his friend and he's just like and just be like hey clippers what's up and it's like yes we want fans but at the same time like we're not here to be your buddy either like do 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 you have a question like are are you you know (laughs) something like that but But, and you do humor people. And a, a lot of times you, one thing that I really learned, and, and this is this honestly, I think is ultimately maybe a little bit better of a person mm-hmm. um, is not immediately reacting to what I would consider possibly a dumb question. Got if it. That makes sense. Yeah. Because, or the way somebody writes, like if, if, if you know, bad spelling, bad grammar, whatever, no, no, no punctuation. Like, instead of reacting oh what this guy's stupid blah 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 whatever yeah look and, and just kind of check and, and, and i'm not saying creep by looking through their their profiles or anything you just kind of you, you click on the profile and profile picture and you kind of get a better idea yeah. um and there there are and then you just realize okay this is a customer i need to talk to just a little bit differently mm-hmm. and you, you suddenly instead of being annoyed it's like oh okay like this person really wants really needs help and has, has reached out whatever and i think that um that's kind of made me a much more patient person in in the real world in the nice. sense that i'm just slow down just yeah. just everything is so fast and quick moving and stuff people speeding on the highways and getting mad and you're not going fast enough or whatever if you're going three miles an hour over the speed limit as opposed to five miles an hour over the speed limit like you're getting mad at that person yeah dude if that person was going 10 miles an hour over the speed limit they're only going to get to their destination 30 seconds faster like this this, (laughs) a two five minutes like what like just just relax yeah let things happen and that that's that's a lot of things that have kind of changed um in my life over the over the past couple of years is slow down be patient mm-hmm. let things let let things happen let let things open up don't don't there there are certain things you need to be pushing and certain things that excuse me need to be you know immediate and you need to put everything into but there's other things like ah, it's like we'll be okay mm-hmm. calm down slow down Take a deep breath. Now let's attack this thing. It's and 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 every job that I work and I, I'm all over the place right now. Yeah. Uh, there's 
there are people that are that it's just it's constant we got to we got to do this we got to do this we got to do this and then you pick that up you're like oh that's the way i'm supposed to be so blah 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 blah, this this and this and this and all of a sudden you're just you hit a wall i I think there's times for hey we got to rush 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 um there's times for that but if that's your entire job all the time then it gets frustrating i think if you understand hey this job we can afford to be able to sit back let's watch this that's how are we going to handle the situation and then when those fast times do come then they're easier to handle like okay this, is, this is what i'm talking about now now we're, but we're capable of this because this, this is a one in every five things that we have to go at this speed so it makes it a little easier to handle especially at work you know, and another yes. thing too it's, it's good to learn something from work and be able to apply it just in life in general like you were saying like you know, I'm, you're doing this social media stuff at work. It's, t- it's telling you, Hey, I got to slow down. I got to regroup. I got to check on things before I answer this person, but then also to be able to carry that, you know, outside of work. I think that's important too, because people, people learn stuff at work and sometimes they just leave it there. It's good. Hey, let's leave work at work. But some of those lessons are good to come home to with, you know, like that's oh, absolutely other things. Yeah. And when, when you're working in social media, the problem is your job goes with you in your pocket everywhere. Yeah. So there's really no turning it off. And so when, when you are picking up on those certain kind of things along the way, mm-hmm. you really, they, they really do carry over into your regular life because your regular life is your job. Yeah. I mean, they're, my, my normal morning routine every day, whether we were in, in season, whatever, you know, alarm goes off. First thing I do, turn off the alarm. Next thing I do, check Twitter. Next thing I do, check Facebook. Next thing I do, check Instagram. Not my own personal. This is before I even get up, feed the cats, go to the bathroom or whatever. I'm just, yeah. I'm half asleep, just checking, making sure, okay, nothing bad happened. Nothing bad said. Okay, I can close this for a little bit and start my day. <clears throat> I was constantly playing, pretending like I was going to have to damage control. And there was never really much damage control. Like nothing, there were there a couple things happened over my six years of, of running it. And would you, would you, nothing uh, was, would you get yourself like worked up? Like, okay, I'm going to have oh, to yeah. handle something. And then like you're getting worried about nothing that's there. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, go, going back to uh, um, talking about being, being uh, the neurodivergent mind, yeah. um, <clears throat> there's, a thing called hyperfixation where you can lock in on something and just like it's go 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 you're yeah. doing really well you know you can you can put all of yourself into this and whatever and nothing else matters and you can you, you can skip meals while you skip sleep whatever you just lock into this one thing mm-hmm. i hit the ground running when i got the job at a hyperfixated level and felt that i had to stay at that Mm-hmm. and that's not possible and that's why i crashed by the end of every single season just because i was so burnt out when you're basically working 18 hours a day and feel that you don't have any free time i need to check what's on my phone yeah. i need to see what's on my phone now i'm not saying that that is how the job is supposed to be that's the way that i took the job and it ran me into the ground well, it's, um, it's impossible to keep that pace for eight hours let alone the whole time you're awake it's impossible to keep that pace on one thing, but then you also have to focus on, for me, I was, I had to focus on, I had to get the website done mm-hmm. home, home game days. I got a PA announce yeah. road game days. I go home from the office and sit down and turn the game on and, and mm-hmm. tweet the game. Like it, it was my life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and eventually I just crashed. I was overworked and trying to stay at that level and I couldn't. And, and I crashed hard this summer and I, I started having some bad anxiety and ended up having a series of panic attacks and literally had to take, take about a month off. And I haven't stayed any of this publicly and that's, I, I don't really care now um, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm in a better place, but you know, I had to get, get myself help, get back into some counseling, get back sure. on some, some mental health meds. And Good. now this, this is about five, six months removed. I'm in one of the best places that I've been in a long time. Yeah. And it was just because I needed to stop, take a step back and focus on me for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Job still be there. You know, I don't have to keep up with that. Like it's impossible to keep up with. And that was, it was a very big learning experience for me this summer was my body finally just saying, dude, we can't keep up, man. Like, like you're, you're trying to do something that really is, is, is nearly impossible. And I'm doing the job of at least two full-time, if not three time full, full full-time employees. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame my boss because it, it wasn't until all the panic attacks started that he was like, I didn't realize you were this worse. And and I don't blame him one bit because I did everything I could to try to hide it to prove that, you know, I was still trying to prove that six years ago when he gave, he gave an announcer a chance at a full-time position. I was still trying to prove it. I was playing it like I was on a probationary status, trying to prove myself every single day and trying to go above and beyond. And I just crashed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it took that step back and was able, you know, my boss was like, all right, let's, we'll, we'll hire somebody else. You know, we hired, I got to choose um, who I wanted to bring in, brought in a good friend of mine to uh, take over the social media. Now I get to focus on the website and announcing and um, I'm in a much, much better place. And it was just, I, I just mentally, physically, emotionally was just so drained Mm-hmm. And it was all self-doing by trying to stay at this hyper fixated, this super, the superhuman level that I'm just not capable of. Yeah, yeah. But I was sure trying to wear the mask that said that I could. Yeah. And that yeah. I, I kept I kept it on for years, man. I, I did. And the COVID the the COVID year 2020 really kind of saved me because I don't think I would have made it through that season. Um, and then turn around 2021, I didn't make it through this season and it, it, it's taken a lot of work and a lot of focus. It doesn't happen over time to change your mindset on things, change the way you think. And I had to change a lot of ways that I thought about myself. Mm -hmm. I'm my own biggest, worst enemy. I'm my biggest critic. I'm my, I, I destroy myself up here. I the, my, my high school coach used to say I was a million dollar talent with a 10 cent head. Hmm. I thought a dime was too much, honestly, for a long time. Yeah. And now I'm, now I'm realizing no, I, just, I'm, I'm, I still have a million dollar talent. And actually I'm, my mind's a lot stronger than what I give it credit for because for years it's convinced me that I'm a piece of shit. Mm-hmm you know, like that, I don't deserve this. And I don't, I don't, I don't deserve success and I, I, anything good that happens to me, I don't deserve. Like it's all self abuse and man, it, uh, it's draining. Yeah. It can be very, very draining. Um, and so we've, we've had to spend my, my counselor and I, I, I 
very, very close with her. Uh, she's, she, she's fantastic. And she was somebody that I saw prior to all of this. So then going back and like getting myself back into trying to get myself some, some mental health help. Uh, it was an easy, just like, okay, I know her, I'm going to call her. Yeah. And she got me yeah. right in. Like she sure. literally saw me next day. Yeah. And <clears throat> was very lucky because trying to get mental uh, mental health help in this country is, is very, very difficult. And it's sad because mm-hmm. I think it's something we, we, we should have the resources by now. We should, we, we should be able to be much stronger in, in this. And it's still looked at as weak mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to break that stigma of, of all that it's, <clears throat> you know it's a a working process yeah Yeah. and one another thing that plays into that too is because i've talked about how i go to therapy um and i really enjoy going um but also what plays into it is i'm six two you're like what six 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 Six, five five. yeah like part of that plays into too like wait you're a a giant man you need to you need to see somebody you know you you have mental health problems you're this giant tower of a person like but but it affects everybody you know and oh yeah you know absolutely and, and it's and kudos to you for for obviously for figuring out you know that it, no matter how long it took it, it might in in your opinion it might have taken it might have been too long that this went on but but you know obviously it's the first hurdle is figuring out like man this is too much um also there's some places of work that'll just be like you know what you don't have to work here anymore. We'll find someone else. And I'm sure oh, yeah. there's plenty of people to do it. And you're, you find had a job where like, Hey, we'll help you figure this out. We'll hire somebody. You need time off. You know, that's another thing too, is, is having that company, that organization, that family that I'm sure that that's what it feels like now to be, be behind you. 100%. Let's get you healthy. When you're ready to come back, come back. Yeah. And, the, and that, that, that's one thing that I, I will forever credit my boss, Ken Schnocky, the, the president general manager of the Columbus Clippers for, is is not thrown in the towel on me because he could have done it multiple times um and especially this past summer with it it could have been easily easy hell i'm also say publicly for the first time i put in my two weeks during that stretch um and he was baffled by it he he didn't that that's when we really he, he didn't know that i was struggling that bad because i was masking so much that i was perfectly fine Mm -hmm. and i've been masking for so long it's it's relatively easy for me in short periods of time you know in six 12 months i can handle it it's one of the reasons it's one of the reasons i'm not married yet is i put that mask on to beginning of a relationship and then when the mask starts to come off i'm worried that that person isn't going to like who i ultimately am and hi giddy update doris here um <laughs> yeah. well well part of that too yeah. is, is do you like who you like all the time you know and and if if you don't then then you're then you're right you're then your brain's just gonna say well, like what does it matter they're not you don't you, you don't like you someone else isn't gonna like you exactly and, yeah. and it's it, it sounds cliche but it's so true you can't love somebody else until you love yourself sure I was always looking in when I was in relationships, I was always looking for that person to complete me. That girl was going to, that girl was going to make me okay. Yeah. And that's, that's not (laughs) fair, man. Like, like you're, you're not dating a therapist. Like it's, it's no, you're, you're dating a human being who's going through just as much stuff as you are. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, 
I realize that now it's one of the reasons that I, I haven't dated in a while. It's been a few years since I, I've tried to date because I'm trying to figure myself out. Yeah, sure. We'll, uh, we'll get there if we get there. If not, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll just adopt cut. some kids and, uh, we'll adopt some kids have a farm and yeah you know start you start my own football team or something i don't know <laughs> well, well you know when, when you talk about somebody finding um a woman who will complete you or, or make you better that's why that's why my parents got divorced is my mom quit drinking and my dad didn't know how to be her husband uh because he was always taking care of her so <laughs> he didn't know like okay you're not drinking anymore i don't know how how am i supposed to be because i used to always take care of you and now you don't need me to take care of you so they end up getting divorced because of that reason you know it, it's it's if, if you're looking for uh a fix sure there's going to be those people out there that are like yeah i could fix anybody or whatever but it ain't gonna end ain't, ain't gonna end well man I've had many uh, wonderful women take me on as a project, and <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm very, I'm, I'm very, very sorry. I, I, there, there's, there are probably five of my last six girlfriends. I, I would probably look at them right now and be like, you know what? Oh, I'm sorry. You know, like I, yeah, man. It, it, I, I was just, uh, you, 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 you got, you got a bad deal with me. <laughs> How do you? I wasn't, I'm, I don't know. I wasn't ready, you know. Sure, I, yeah. Just, just. Yeah. I'm. I, I'm. I'm very lucky. Very lucky to have never, you know, taken that that marriage plunge or had any kids. Just because I don't think I could have been a good husband. I don't think. Still, I don't think I could be a good dad yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you know, as being a dad, that it would. It, it, you probably definitely had a lot of reservations and, and were worried when, when it was about to happen. Um, and you probably didn't think you were ready then either. I just know that I'm, I'm just, I'm still trying to figure out me, man. I'm still trying to, and you know what? I'm 37. I'm taking a long time. I'm taking a crazy route to get to where I am today, but I'm happy. Yeah, sure. And that's, that's ultimately what I've been striving for for a long time is to yeah. find that happiness. And I'm, I'm the type of guy that, that sees, okay, a big time coach or let's, let's, let's say uh, a college football coach. Like we'll go with, I'll, I'll use Maddie Campbell as an example. My, my former uh, tight ends coach at Bowling Green State University, Maddie Campbell, hot, hot, hot coach down at <laughs> Iowa state. Yeah. His name gets brought up for every single job opening, you know, every, every job that it's, they're always like, Oh, Matty Campbell can do it. Matty Campbell can do it. Matty Campbell can do it. That's awesome. Like it, 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 I'm sure that feels good, but I'm the type of guy that like, okay, Iowa state big 12. Why not settle in and just make this home and make this a power. I, I, I'm the type that's looking for that one space that comfort zone where you can just ah. and i'm not i'm not saying that people shouldn't be trying to get better jobs or anything like that i'm talking me personally and i'm i'm so close <laughs> I'm, I'm so close <laughs> to finding that uh that that comfort level of of career and everything the, the financial side hasn't quite caught up with it but that's you know that's tenure you know got to put in 
put in more more well, that, put in more work and pick up more sports yeah that <laughs> and, and, and if you if you love what you're doing that money part you're like you know what i can figure it out because i love what i'm doing i'll, I'll figure out wh- whatever i'm getting paid you know i'll figure it out if i gotta live in a 420 square foot apartment i'll live in a 420 square foot <laughs> apartment like is that the same one that i spent the night at uh, that was a while ago how long ago was that at least at least four years ago it might still be the same one. Yeah. Real small, 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 crappy one. <laughs> <laughs> I made it home. I've made it home. That's see, all that like, matters, see, man. I got a corner. See yeah, there corner? you go. Zoom, <laughs> your Zoom corner, man. We're good. My Zoom good. corner, bro. That's it's all, got books and championship rings and autographs and stuff. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> May not have a lot of leg room, but I got a Zoom corner, baby. Let's do this. <laughs> how do you, how do you find, uh, any time for anything because it always seems like you're doing you're doing a lot of stuff obviously it's not baseball season now so you're not like announcing games you're still doing stuff um and now you're announcing sports for ohio state which is pretty mm-hmm. sweet i love uh you have a tiktok where i think it was um you're in the football stadium and, and you're like my office today or whatever and it's it's so <laughs> cool to me because that's such a cool thing especially now that i'm doing you know i've been doing this podcast like it would be cool to like announce a game or or even like <laughs> hey let me let me get a let me get the first five minutes or something you know it just seems really cool that you, what you're doing yeah um it, it's it, it doesn't really feel real yeah especially especially last year when when football happened um when i found out that i was going to be doing some hype man stuff like some hosting for football before the penn state game uh it's something that uh my good friend over in the marketing department at Ohio state, um, Caleb Clark has been pushing to get me involved in some way, shape or form. Bob Kennedy is the PA announcer there and he's been doing it for a long time. He's fantastic. And I'm not trying to push anybody out of a job or anything like that. So I've just kind of been patiently waiting for a way that I could get involved and really put my voice to good use. And we, we finally got that opportunity with football this year. Um, gosh, just finished up season four of women's volleyball currently Rest, you're doing five, wrestling now right doing i host wrestling um yeah. season five of men's basketball and just about to kick up season two of men's lacrosse wow um it <laughs> i got seven sports uh men's hockey too i'm sorry i forgot i did forget men's ice hockey it's my uh second season there um what I, what I basically did over there was I was just being used as a fill-in. Um, I filled in uh, for baseball a couple different times when they needed somebody. And just kind of, I made myself available. I was like, listen, you, you voice for anything, man. Just let me know. And at that time, Caleb was working. Um, one of his teams was baseball. And we just kind of got, we, we became friends and from being pro wrestling fans and stuff and, and all this, we just became, we became, he's one of my best friends now. Yeah. Um, but he had just, <clears throat> he just texted me one day. He's like, Hey, have you ever done basketball? <laughs> no, I haven't, I, I haven't done basketball, but I mean, I know basketball. I can probably do basketball. I just kind of got to hear. I, I'm the type that if I hear somebody do it, yes. I can generally do it. So, yeah. um, I was just like, yeah, if, you, if, if I can hear somebody do a game and kind of understand the flow of everything, sure. And he goes, well, that's perfect. We need somebody for the home opener. And there's a scrimmage beforehand that you can listen to somebody else. Oh, <clears throat> And so I just did one game and it went, uh, it went pretty well. 
And then fast forward to, I think it was in January, um, the regular PA who's been, who had been the PA for, uh, I think 20, 21 years was on vacation and they needed somebody to fill in and I stepped in and covered the game and it just kind of social media kind of blew up a little bit about it, about the, the difference and, and how much I'm, uh, uh, Matt McCoy, the guy who I replaced, is one of my favorite radio personalities here in Columbus. Uh, he's a fantastic voice. I'm through the roof. Yeah. He's very, he's very, like, very, very steady. Yeah. Very, 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 um, <clears throat> and that, that steady, I think, is, is a good way to describe yeah. it. You know what you're getting with very him. Very linear. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be all over the place because I go with the flow of the game. Um <laughs> they asked him if he could and i respect it because they asked him if he would uh if he would pick it up a little bit more with a little more enthusiasm he's like no this is this is the way i do it this is what i've been doing for 20 years like what what would you expect me to change and um and so they made the the switch in season and i finished uh i finished out the year there and fast forward then to i think it was like july or august caleb would text me Hey, you, you want to do women's volleyball? <laughs> I had covered a men's volleyball game the previous spring. Yeah. Um, just as a fill-in. And I was like, oh yeah, I could do that. Did one season of it, just fell in love really? with it. Really? Yeah. Yes. What'd yes. you like about I'm, it? I'm, What'd you like well, about I, I you know, it's just, I think it's just it, it's a it, it's a gay, it's a sport that I had a, a, a vague understanding of but seeing it at this level mm-hmm. oh it's just fun and when i started uh, the our, our girls our girls were good we just we, we we just couldn't put together a lot of wins mm-hmm. and then we brought in a new coach um and the past two seasons have just been crazy they went to sweet 16 this year um finished ranked like but i just fell in love with it i yeah. fell in love with the sport because i do <clears throat> 65 to 70 Clippers baseball games every year. Yeah. Now, no two games are the same, mm-hmm. but you're doing the same thing over and over. I'm somebody who needs that variety. Mm-hmm. So when you throw a new sport at me, I I just I locked in on it. I was like, dude, this is awesome. Like, I want to learn more. I want to call more. Like, I want to like, and now we're at the point where okay, we've got a good team, we've got a brand new arena. <clears throat> I'm trying to make us have I'm trying to make Ohio State volleyball have the best home experience in the country yeah and that's what i want for everything that i'm involved in i want to have the best show i want fans to have the best time it's it's why i clipper i I do nearly 70 games a year clippers there's no taking a game off with my boys because you don't know there are ten thousand people are going to come through those gates how do you know if it's their first game ever you know how do you know if, you know, there's so many different variables and it's just like, okay, that person has spent their hard earned money to come to this event. I'm going to give it 110% with my voice because I want each person coming through there to at least think that I've given them everything that I possibly can. And as an announcer, I'm not really sure if that's the right route but it's the route that I've gone. It's been successful for me and, and it keeps me sharp and keeps me wanting to continue to get better. And I, I, there's, there's no settling 
for me in the sense of announcing like I can always watch more volleyball. I can always mm-hmm. watch more basketball. I can always, you know, like, and getting that variety of having seven different sports in my off season. <laughs> yeah. This is this, this right now is my off season while I'm juggling a handful of different Ohio state sports. And then I turn around and it's 15 hours a day in summertime for baseball from April to September up with volleyball and football in august there we go again man like, do you think you put uh too much pressure on yourself to be like hey i gotta give i gotta give not necessarily 110 percent because i think that's what people do people should do on their at their jobs right they should always give the most effort they can uh in the, in the safe manner but as far as like in your mind saying i gotta give the best show not only today at volleyball but also at football but also at lacrosse but also like i feel like that would like like be a lot of pressure on myself to perform at such a such a a rate where it has to be the best every time if i was the show and the only show absolutely that would be extremely stressful and and, and very very draining okay um but knowing that i'm just a piece okay knowing that i'm just a a, a peg in the wheel so to say mm-hmm. but i also know that i have to put on a strong performance that just means that that gives me a bar that I'm trying to reach every single game. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, I clear that bar, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but I I've been able to, as an announcer, constantly exceed my expectations of where I should be and reaching <laughs> loudness levels and, and things that I, I, I didn't realize that, that I really had in me. And do you and feel it? The, do, do you feel it when you don't um like when you come home you're like man that was not a good one there are times when i i'll have struggles with with reads you know in in game reads it people don't realize dude you get a script man not not everybody can just push a button and 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 read out loud and yeah. i remember i remember it's it's funny i, I don't know if this I think this definitely played into helping me become a better announcer, but I, I remember in class always, you know, you'd be sitting in class and okay, each, each kid gets a paragraph. So instead of listening to all the other people read the paragraph, oh, yeah, in the yes, book, I know exactly what you're going to say. I flip pages <laughs> and figure out, okay, one, two, three, four, okay, what's mine, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I don't sound stupid when I'm reading out loud. And then God forbid you count wrong. Oh yeah. Oh dude. I, math was my worst subject. So that always worked. Well, that always played out bad. Oh. Um, but no, that's, that's kind of where that, that was like my first kind of experience with public speaking was not wanting to get made fun of for sounding stupid while reading something. Yeah. And I was able to turn it into like, Oh, this is a skill I can use started in radio. And now, now I, I can use in, in public address announcing where it's mm-hmm. just like, Oh, give me a script. I can make it sound like I'm not reading it. Cool. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> That's, that's all we're going for, man. Like yeah. some, some, some things you read with a smile, some things you read a little bit sterner. Like there's, there, there's just, it's, I, I don't know. It, it, it honestly would be fun someday to try to turn this, to turn what I do into a class and explain oh, sure. what I do and, and, and why I do it because mm-hmm. <clears throat> like my, my three point call, uh, you know, it's, you know, Dwayne Washington Jr. Four three. <laughs> that three call is never the same length. 
because it depends on the point in the game. It also depends on how quickly the other team is inbounding the ball. I try to, I try to not be saying anything once they cross half court. Mm -hmm. So if it's a team that's going quick, like Duke was very quick. I didn't get to get into a lot of my three point calls with Duke because they were, they were rude. Like, Maybe that was their game plan. They were keeping me out. They're keeping me out. (laughs) We got to shut up. Mike (laughs) Krzyzewski game plan on the whiteboard. Don't let announcer talk. Boom. (laughs) And that's why they lost. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But like in, I'll be, so we make a three point basket. I'm watching how quickly they are bringing the ball up. Mm -hmm. Because during that, I'm registering how long I can do my three call. And if it's a bigger point in the game, like, did we just take the lead? Okay, put a little more three. And I will. If, if It doesn't happen every time because, obviously, I'm not going to drag it out for every single three. But yeah. in big moments, if, if big moments of, of Ohio State basketball home games, if, if you listen on, on a big three-pointer, I will carry that three until that ball is almost to, to center court. And God forbid you call a timeout because I'm going to, I'm going to let that thing ride. <laughs> I got a big booming voice and, and I, I finally figured out how to harness it and use it for good. I, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, yeah. That, that, it makes you want to, it makes you want to come down and, 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 and I don't, I don't want to see a game. I just want to listen. <laughs> My, my, my mom always, like, my mom hates that there's a, uh, oh, hi mom, love you. She's going <laughs> to listen to this. Um, but she, she's always, she'll always do stuff like tell the BTN cameras to focus more on you. <laughs> Not get, no. She hates when ESPN does games because ESPN, uh, ESPN uh, crowd mics generally aren't as loud as BTNs are. Uh... And so it, uh, and she'll be like, ah, you're playing on ESPN. Oh, I won't be able to hear you as well. We'll just turn it up. I love my mom. I think that's so funny that um, if you ask her, like, yeah, I, I, I watch Ohio State basketball games for the announcer. <laughs> one of one, man. Yeah, She's man. One of one. That's awesome, though, man. That's awesome. <laughs> no, she... She'll get mad like when we're wrestling is on T when we're on BTN because we time it up so I don't have a lot of TV time when I'm on mat introing like yeah. we we work with the producers and, and so that you know as they're coming out of the break wrestlers are coming on and and so she she'd be like you need to talk longer on the mat so they show you I'm like mom, mom they're not going to show me they're going to keep the graphic that the announcers are talking about <laughs> about the upcoming match up longer. Like that's, <laughs> I'm just going to annoy everybody in the stadium. If I do that, <clears throat> <laughs> man, that, oh, that is so good. You know what? Um, sorry. I, 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 if I looked preoccupied, I was just looking at the schedule to see uh, if, uh, cause I, I'm going to Columbus, uh, for the Arnold. Um, oh, when is the Arnold? It's the first weekend in March, I believe. Um, be- oh, we are it's Ohio it's Michigan at Ohio State on that Sunday at 12 mm-hmm. uh, but my my daughter does baton so she's gonna twirl baton at the Arnold oh nice uh, yeah and do and do some other stuff so maybe we'll uh we're gonna have well, that we'll, def- we'll, we'll, we'll we'll definitely get together that's that's for sure um, yeah and maybe we'll uh maybe we'll take the fam and watch uh, an Ohio State game 
I have to buy tickets, I would assume, pretty soon, though, if it's Michigan. Probably. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, that's but that's something we can plan. We don't need to talk about it now. <laughs> but it's yeah, it, yeah. it's exciting. Cut, cut this. Cut 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 that. Cut cut that no, part. Uh, we, we're no, good. Nobody <laughs> wants nobody wants to hear us talk about. Talk, <laughs> uh, nobody ever, wants to hear us talk about meeting up. And <laughs> have you ever been to the Arnold? Yes. Yes. Uh, I've never been. They, to uh, WWE. Um, their developmental NXT. They did a couple couple years where oh, they okay. just uh they had like a big setup like the whole one corner they had a ring there and they were showing how tryouts go and they would have matches and stuff people would come out do promos like it was it was just a lot of fun i literally mm-hmm. went two of the three days each year and just sat on the sat for eight hours and just watched everything that was happening in the ring just wow. because i was so obsessed with it yeah like yeah and then they stopped doing it which which i was a little little sad about um but it was actually the, the the first out of Florida NXT show uh, was Arnold Weekend, and okay. it was over at uh, over at the uh, little concert venue right next to Huntington Park. Mm-hmm. And so I was an NXT fan before they they started, you know, touring. And I was just like, oh, dude, we got to go to this. And then NXT just blew up, and um it was uh it was just it's it's always cool to see things like when you, when you can get to be like oh we were at the first yeah florida show like yeah. that i'll remember that forever oh i got the poster hanging on my wall over there nice. um <clears throat> uh, but uh, uh speaking of pro wrestling i'm off to the royal rumble this weekend in st louis leaving on friday so wow nice that's uh oh dude it's bucket get away from your 18th right sports you're, you're announcing dude i have i had with with the exception of christmas from october through the end of february i only had one weekend where i had nothing on a friday saturday or sunday and it just happened to be the royal rumble weekend and it's in within driving distance and i got a couple buddies and i was just like hey i call my buddy ben i'm like ben guess who has the last weekend in january off he's like i'm looking up tickets right now (laughs) that's funny because what i remember when i stayed uh with you we watched wrestling and i asked you all about it because that is just not a thing i'm into at all but i was asking you so many questions because because what interests me about it is hearing other people talk about it uh because i know that they really love it and i'll get good information so we were watching it and i had like i didn't care i cared that you cared and I wanted to know this information. <laughs> and and see, know. see, that's why you're a good friend right there. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I go in spurts where it doesn't happen often, but I go in spurts where I, I don't, I don't keep up with the live products, mm-hmm. but I'm constantly watching old stuff. And that was what was beautiful about the WWE network. And they, they're on Keacock now and it's fine. Um, but the, when in in the prime days of wwe network like when it first came out it was like netflix dude you could watch every pay-per-view ever every monday night raw ever every wcw or ecw pay-per-view ever and it's just yeah. like if you're a wrestling junkie dude you have thousands of hours of entertainment you know even if i'm not happy with the current product sure. i'm still going to be watching stuff and i like mm-hmm. i like the shows that where where they talk you, you know you kind of get to see how the wrestlers really are you know the 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 kayfabe wall has been has been broken broken down so you know the the whole idea that oh they aren't that isn't real the undertaker isn't really a dead man like oh man (laughs) that sucks i really i thought he was dead like oh man i i I really wanted that guy to be 
dead. I'm just realizing now that it was, that that was the mindset. I'm, I was disappointed that guy's alive. Yeah, I was mad he was alive. <laughs> no, no, um, that kind of stuff. Like there was, they, they had a show called Ride Along where they put three, four, two, three, four wrestlers in a car and literally just cameras everywhere and just videotape them as they're driving to a different city and they're just telling stories and, and you know it's just it's cool to see them interact with other wrestlers you know <clears throat> and for me the older i've gotten the more i've gotten into the production and like what all goes into everything behind the scenes and how you write storylines and how you come up with characters and, and all this stuff and it's it, it has really turned into um like that that's what I, I i probably nerd out about the absolute most is professional wrestling and yeah. i am totally fine with it that's all right man <laughs> that's you know that's, you know what that, that that fits your look more than harry potter <laughs> well the hit right <laughs> well i get the hagrid works man come on like i i i could be a big half giant um no my my i, I really only have one one career goal um and and that is to eventually stand in the center of the wwe ring and be the uh, the ring announcer yeah um that was something i was pushing hard for in the past and going back to what i was talking about with that comfort thing now now in my mind i'm kind of like okay I, I i don't know maybe i should see how much further i can go with ohio state before i want to try to tr chase that you know so it's i i'd be fine becoming the pa voice of the buckeyes and being known as the paul keels of public address announcing that's absolutely that's a goal in the back of my head but yeah. the only real like written down this is the one thing it's not calling major league game it's not nfl or anything no i want to stand in the center of the ring at wrestlemania and announce the main event like if that's if that's something that i'm able to do cool like yes like yeah. i i get to I, I i loved baseball i've worked in baseball now for 11 years like if i get to work in pro for wrestling sweet. that's it that's if it, i man. don't and if i don't my like skills are being used sure yeah <laughs> and, yeah. and 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 i, I in the last two years i've done over 150 events yeah um and it's it, it's i I'm very, very blessed. Good. Very, very. Uh, I'm very lucky, man. I've, yeah. I've somehow turned this into a career that I can do for as long as I want. Mm -hmm. Sitting down, talking into a microphone, like being able to convey passion about what the kids out there are doing. It's easy, man. It's, it's, it, it, it's so easy to just turn, flip that switch because I was an athlete, man. I, I know what those kids go through off the court and off the field. Like I know how hard it is to be a collegiate athlete. Mm -hmm. And so I guess it goes back to talking about trying to put on a good show for every person that comes through the gates, trying to put on a good show for those kids that are working their tails off, trying to balance being a student, being an athlete, having a social life, you know, trying to, trying to date like this, dude, there's a reason I failed miserably at that. <laughs> <laughs> I did, man. I, I, I cared more about the social life. And then that's, that's why my college career did not pan out the way that it should have. But yeah. no, I, I don't regret that at all. Like I've learned a lot from that and use it even today 
all that 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 entire experience but dude i get i get to work with these kids that are just they're, they're chasing their dreams man like yeah you got ej liddell is gonna go in the nba draft next year most likely that's that's not a i don't know that that's that's not a bombshell or anything i don't i that's just an assumption that sure, yeah, he's, yeah. he's so good he's he's gonna go to the nba and and it's just like dude i get to sit and watch these kids i got i i stood in front of a hundred and four thousand people at three football games this year like that's just it's it's <laughs> it's really a take a step back and be like, holy shnikes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I I have been very, very lucky these past few years to start to build something that I think I'll be able to turn into a a lifelong career. And I get to have fun, man. I get to be a fan. I I just get, I, I, I get paid to be a fan. And in the long and the short of it, that that's that's what I I'm currently blessed to do, and I I I haven't said it for a long time. And I know I said it earlier, but like I truly am. I'm I'm happy. Good. And, Good man. And I I I, <laughs> I didn't know that that this was I, I did this was not a planned route at mm-hmm. all. But suddenly, I, this is this is what's been presented to me, and. The opportunities have been presented to me and I'm just trying to knock out anything that, that any, any chance that I get. I'm lucky, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. very, I'm very, very, very lucky. I've, I've got, I got to do some cool things before this and now I'm doing some cool things in my, in my current life. And yeah. it, uh, it, it's, you know, I don't, I don't have kids. Don't, don't have a wife. You know, it's, I, I, I haven't, I haven't, really knocked that part of my life out yet but career-wise i'm i feel like i'm moving in the right direction and that feels good good well man keep keep that's all you can do is keep keep that feeling that you have regardless of of what it is what you add to your (laughs) repertoire um and keep uh keep going man because you you do seem happy We, we talked in the summer um you helped me out with a wedding and you know you're expressing all that stuff you're going through and you do you sound happy you sound uh in a better place so so keep moving forward man um we'll end it there because it's that's a good note to end on i appreciate you coming on the podcast i appreciate um, you having me yeah man i, I knew you were gonna run out of guests sooner or later and i was gonna nah, get that call so <laughs> no <laughs> well i'll definitely i'll definitely have you back on because there's you know more stuff i want to talk about we didn't even talk about you know you brought it up a little bit but your college career you got to play um football is with urban myers or coach right you know there's more stuff i want to talk about and obviously i want to keep keep uh up with what you're doing and hopefully you know we can catch up in march when, when i'm down there at the arnold and uh and i get to hopefully see you in action man because it, it the passion that you are just talking about now like it'd be nice to to be able to see it and not have to rely like your mother does on uh, BT, btn <laughs> or espn so but uh thanks again matt um you're a great friend and i appreciate you coming on to to do this podcast i appreciate you brother um you know it's it, it it's an honor to be asked and it's an honor to be to to consider you a good friend dude so thank you truly right. please rate review and subscribe to this podcast it means the world to me if we can get this podcast off the ground and running you don't have to share the whole 
all the episodes. Just share one you like. Uh, one podcast, uh, if you share one, could turn into a subscriber down the road. So any little bit helps. Uh, my my Gmail is the nerdballpodcast at gmail.com. I'm on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find me at Twitter at the nerdball pod. Instagram is the nerdball podcast and Facebook is a page at the nerdball podcast. Thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cut of Fish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.